everybody, and welcome to the Season 2 Adventure EXE Retrospective. I'm Sarah. I'm Carmen. I'm Taylor. I'm Torin. And I'm Matt. And we're all here in the uh, remote worlds. We're going to say hi. Yeah, hey guys, we're in the COVID. Hey. Yeah. We're yeah, deep we're in, the still COVID. in the COVID. You know, we're all it's wearing our bad. masks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though we're remote. I don't know about you, but I got troned. So I'm actually coming to you live from the Ooh. Tron space. Oh, from Tron Ooh. space. Yeah. <laughs> you got digitized? That's like one of my yeah. biggest fears. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You don't I'm wanna... the lawnmower man now. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. <laughs> You're like half computer, half person. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Before we start, I have a bunch of questions from people who listen to the show. Oh. Okay. But I have a question for you, Carmen, <laughs> but just outside the show, because last night I had a dream I was in the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wait, wait, what? I'm a big Star Trek fan. <laughs> Actually, all three yeah, of we you. All, are. all three of Is you. Is it the Kelvin universe or the regular Kirk universe? I don't, I don't know. I've only watched like, I've only watched two or three episodes tops. And so I don't really know oh, okay. any of the details. But here's my question to you. Yes. I dreamt I was an android or like a half computer with a soul. And my body got destroyed and I was just floating around. And then they're repairing my body and I was going to go back in. My question is, do I have a soul? <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> like, is that is that something that might happen? Or is yeah, this just a fanciful dream? Yeah, that sounds like something that would be happen in Star Trek. Yeah. You know, there, there's a question of, like, do androids have souls, especially sentient androids? Or are they, like, just their programming? They, they deal with that in TNG yeah. in that one episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I, I think the soul thing <laughs> is, like the thing they don't really touch on because i don't think yeah. anyone oh. in star trek has like i don't think they're like <laughs> you're full soul. of souls yeah, yeah. I know. it was kind of it was like where he like did not want to have any religion in starfleet or anything like yeah. that but then deep space yeah. nine mm. came along and all the bajorans were like let me feel huh. your paw and they touched the ears yeah. and like it was kind of like a <laughs> mystical soul thing the so. wormhole aliens yeah and- gene roddenberry wasn't even cold in his grave and they injected religion <laughs> yeah. into Star Trek. started injecting religion but, it, but you know what at least it wasn't like a like an actual earth religion I it was know, like we worship wormhole aliens and they protect our planet and you know that's that's nice yeah well when sarah was telling me about this before she i brought up uh data the android yeah, yeah, yeah. and sarah said well he's not a person he's just a computer oh, oh that yeah. sounds like he's something dr philosophy would say <laughs> Yeah, she I, said just because a computer's programmed to be funny doesn't mean it has feelings. <laughs> 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 yeah. funny. These are, these are <laughs> the funniest character, Data. Data. <laughs> He's funny. I like that. I think way. the entire yeah, I think the entire series of TNG would uh, would prove would would have, love to argue with you, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, they, they deal with the exocomps too, which is really funny because they brought that into like lower uh, the lower decks with it. Oh, they, yeah. The exocomps are like these little oh, robots yeah. they design to like do repairs and stuff, but they find out that they're sentient. So by the time you hit lower oh decks, um, they're like sentient robots, and the one they bring on board is like a crew member, so it's like a total bitch. <laughs> nice. Which is amazing um, that they followed through on that. Uh, You know, if you haven't seen Lower Decks and you're a Star Trek fan, then you definitely need to see Lower Decks because it's very good. Yeah. And made here in Vancouver. Okay. Well, yes, it's animated in Vancouver. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not storyboarded in Vancouver, goddammit. Otherwise, I'd be all over that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Torrin would be like, how do I get into this? my question. Yeah. And if you want to hear more about Star Trek, uh, shout out to a friend podcast of Taylor and mine. Yeah, Uh, Subspace Transmission. Subspace Transmissions. Yeah. Taylor and I guessed and on that. You guys that. have both been on that. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. That will actually really I want to make question. a Star Trek. I appreciate uh, it. I want to make a Star Trek podcast uh, shout out to Women at Warp. Oh, that's Ooh. a great one too. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. 
my old friend Jarrah Hodge. So I have so guys, first of all, congratulations on after three long, grueling years, we finished season two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it three? Years? Oh, I guess it was three years. I guess Isn't that insane. I guess we're not doing it weekly. You know, it doesn't definitely yeah. takes a long time. But I, I, you know, shout out to everybody who stuck with us the whole way, and shout out to the cast who stuck with yeah. us the whole <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. So I have some questions for everybody. Um. Shall I start? Yes. Sure. How, how did you guys, how did you enjoy being on a show that was, it's run for so long? The hardest thing for me is that we had, it was like the actual storyline of season two took place in like a few months, yeah. but we did it over three years. That's like a yeah. common so. D&D thing though, where like you, you know, your yeah. characters are like together for like a day or two, but the players <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. A week, two weeks, three weeks, a month without seeing each other over the course of like a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of every gaming session, no matter what the setting, they're like, what the fuck are we doing? That's always, that's always the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thankfully, we had those amazing like recap songs and everybody was on top yes. of it. But yeah, the recap songs really made it this season. I, I definitely um, appreciate Torin adding his his talent to those mm-hmm. as well so yeah i love those and i was always be like the day be- that we're recording i'd be like furiously typing into the chat like what who's the name of this character and what were we looking for again and all this stuff and then you guys would give me all the answers and then i'd within the last couple hours before we record i'd like whip it all together <laughs> i like to think that we created at least two new musical genres I think yeah so. hell yeah yeah also i are we allowed to mention that you got married, Torin, during the process of this oh, podcast? No, it is forbidden. No, it's not forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> I did get married, so that was exciting. Yeah, it's my that first happened time. very recently. Yeah, c- congratulations! Yeah. So far, it's, yeah, it's, it's going great. Wedding. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, that, that's good, <laughs> good to hear. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. Anybody can do anything during the COVID like lockdown, let alone like get married that's very impressive <laughs> it was small it was a small wedding all right so i have some questions for you guys i actually have a batch of questions from hannah mm-hmm. okay and she says oh we love hannah yeah we love hannah and scooter so hannah has a bunch of questions for each of us um first of all she says this season was amazing you are all such a light in these dark oh. times i'm personally so thankful you all exist thank you thank you thank you we, I, love you so much. Oh, oh. I would just say that's not a question. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was the last. That was the preamble. Thing. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, postamble. Uh, that was at the bottom of the email. <laughs> so, Matt, here's yep. a question for you. What was your favorite NPC of the season? Ah, uh, my favorite NPC was just. I think I think Sable Runeware. Oh yeah, uh, he I love really got Sable. to shine this season to the new version 2.0 mm-hmm. of him. Yeah, the it was bald. very fun to bring him back. Sort of have a a big unexplained progression in his character <laughs> between the first two seasons. It I want to learn fun. more about him. Truly, yeah, I want to know his backstory. Part two of the question is: What is the biggest twist of the season you had to fly by the seat of your pants to handle? So when we totally took the plot off the rails. So a twist in the story that took me off guard. Interesting. I think when the party got separated in the roost. Oh, right. When stupid ass when Percy. <laughs> Percy refused to go yeah, into the sorry. sewers. Yeah. That was, I didn't expect that. So I had to make a lot of adjustments for that. I loved that yeah. one. When he, when, when, remember what you said, Percy? Mark Carmen? Uh, yeah. You said. I said, absolutely wait, not. What was I would it? not go in that sewer. <laughs> no, no, no. But you said, you said, it's me, the, your most beautiful nightmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that was a different part, wasn't it? No, that's when oh, he was, was running away. One? Okay, yeah. yeah. That's when he was chasing around the city. I loved it. Oh my God. All right. So, question for Taylor. 
What are Polly's future endeavors and what do you think that Polly's going to do now that the whole story is wrapped up? Um, I think Polly's got to go clear her name in New York, York City um, New York on her City. planet, yeah. planet on planet egg. Um, she's, she's still, uh, been banished <laughs> from there and I think she's done enough good to maybe make up for, uh, and go fix, fix. She's been falsely accused, so she's got to go try and, uh, set her name, st- name oh. straight. Cause like, you know, it's not, I assume she was guilty. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you, and, you and many others, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she's what gonna, is New York city like? I mean, I imagine it's just kind of, um, it's it's like a you know a metropolis type thing. It's just a, it's like New York, but we're filled with uh, various Aricocra. That's the Ari- I've decided that egg is the Aricocra planet. So there's various bird people mm. of all <laughs> shapes and sizes. But I, I don't imagine it's actually that much different than like our modern world, um, just filled yeah. with Aricocra mm. people, oh. just covered in bird shit everywhere. Just car- well, you know they they <laughs> civilized. They <Yeah>. they <laughs> they uh. uh yeah. Oh, Carmen. Sorry. Well, did Polly wear pants? <laughs> well, but they. She shits. Not... She shits in <laughs> a toilet. <laughs> They're civilized. Name one time Polly shat in a toilet throughout all of season two. <laughs> she didn't shit at all. Just, it's off. It's like it's implied. Name one time that Percy <laughs> shit in a toilet. Episode. I just realized. Eight. <laughs> Around the eight minute mark Polly doesn't need to wear pants she's got feathers it covers yeah. it all she's just got a cloaca anyway yeah i just realized there's two options for new york city and that is either the world is awash in bird shit or all the birds wear diapers because <laughs> they can't hold it they in. can hold it in you guys <laughs> look guys it's a fantasy world let them be able to poop like an yeah. yeah all right yeah, yeah, yeah. all right it can control their sphincters part two of the question is taylor what was your favorite battle from the season I, I, there was a lot of times where Matt had me con- be under control of various my oh, yeah. like I was a lot a of lot. like so that happened but I think it was pretty funny the one where I was stabbing Percy that was <laughs> <laughs> but I do like to you know whenever possible to stab Carmen I just imagine um, Taylor's next character is going to have like a wisdom score of 20 or something yeah. <laughs> yeah, just never get mind control to get alright so Torin your question is uh, it's a two parter it says why did you decide to play two characters or two separate personalities? And was it a mistake you had to work with or was it planned? <laughs> it was planned. Um, God, why did I start playing Rufus? I just felt like, I think like my character, my character Malachi was like, mm-hmm. well, we're all, you know, the laws looking for us and I'm a master of disguise. Yeah. So I just kind of put two and two together and like, here's a great opportunity for me to play someone completely different. And <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was Different fun. Voice. I feel like I kind of like Rufus more than I like Malachi by the end of things. <laughs> well, at least it like diversified your accent between like Carmen's Percy and you. Uh, though I knew the That's difference, true. but they were somewhat similar. It's a posh team. Yeah, they're just kind of fancy lads. Yeah. <laughs> Part two of the question for Torin is what was your favorite NPC of this season? Oh, uh, <laughs> did I interact with, with anyone? Beyond, like, do you, do you not remember? Well, you don't remember any of the okay, I'll name some. Okay, I'll list some. I'll list some of the favorites. There was Sable, there was uh, Sugar the Dragon. I like there Sable because he was Derek you never Puzzle. quite knew what was going on with him. Mm-hmm. Like, was he evil? Yeah. Was he l- slightly less evil? <laughs> then, you know, did he really <laughs> have our options. interests? Was he going to do the things that he said he was going to do? Was he honorable? I guess would like, yeah. 
Um, so that was cool. Um, but I also liked who's the guy. I, I liked the the character at the very beginning who kind of like betrayed us. Oh yeah, that led us on that who took fake us... quest with the with the fake dragon, or he was a real dragon. Oh but he was yes, a, Kurt, I believe. Yeah, yeah Kurt. Kurt. Might have been yeah. Kurt. Was he the yeah. one that we we tied up and left on that planet? Because yeah. he was not like we, he's not a guy that we have to fight or anything. But he was kind of like a. He wasn't like, yeah, he wasn't like a bo- bass, a bad boss or anything like that, an evil boss. He's just kind of like, yeah, he's just kind of like, like a, a fuck up. Slimy. <laughs> yeah, <he's> a- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was also so obviously a grifter, which yeah. was really funny. Yeah. 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 I, I actually, yeah, that's uh, I know this was a question for Torin, but I really loved Keikos. He was so fun to interact with. Yes. Keikos the disintegrator. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I love him. Teaching him out about, about how to so control much. his disintegration. <laughs> It's really yeah. good. Yeah, he was, oh he was like, you know, he was like, he had, he had, it was kind of like a one-trick pony, but that was a really good trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until it ran out. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want him to overstay his welcome, but because it, it killed funny. your voice, I'm assuming. Yeah, I also think every voice goes. is very difficult. Matt's always like, oh my so god. <laughs> so Carmen, what mm. was your favorite character from the season? Character. I don't know if that includes NPCs. Oh. What do you think? I'll let you interpret that. It could be either NPCs or player characters. Sure. Did we we didn't have as many guests this season as we did in the first season. No, so we, had we like, did not. We had oh, Eric yeah, that's right. guested with um, uh, Chuck uh, Dartfinger. I think we only literally had um, Taylor and before you became a series regular, and then um, Eric. Dean? I think that's it. I thought Dean. Dean. But Dean oh, was right. in season Dean. one. I forgot about no, Dean was no, in no. this season. Oh, Dean was in season right. two. Oh, shit. Oh, Dean was man. so fun to play with. Yeah. Time means nothing to me, apparently. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. That was so long ago. It was like, our, I thought it was first yeah. season because it was at our old house. It was at your old apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Dean oh, wow. played the guy on the planet where everybody ate pizza. Yes. That we were, okay, there like we go. Meat. That's right. Yeah. yeah All right. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say Dean's character because I was actually, like, <laughs> I was actually revolted at, yeah. <laughs> at that subplot. Oh my God. He had like long, he had like short term memory or long term yes, memory loss. Memory the pizza loss. that very likely had human meat on it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It was monkey. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Oh my god! There we go. There's my answer. I would, yeah. I didn't get to, I didn't get to play with Dean, but it would be fun. I've know, I know him way back. Like, um, I know Matt from way back yeah, from as Abbotsford. well. Way back partying in Abbotsford. I'm gonna actually go back it, and listen to those episodes again because now I completely. They're so I, I good. seriously thought that was season one. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's what the Abolith. Remember the guy who was like Venom? Yeah. He's like in my head, and he's like, yeah. come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Jimmy um, still owes him a re- return visit. Oh yeah, he said I'll come oh. back for you. <laughs> Okay, Carmen, part two of the question is, what is the funniest season memory? What's the thing you think about makes you laugh? Oh. Ha, um, like, ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> just like that. A gentle chuckle. What, what makes your shoulders <laughs> chuckle? Yeah, Carmen. what makes my shoulders uh, jiggle when I laugh, <laughs> which I do all the time. I like. I liked it when you said about the mukbang food network show that made me laugh and it still makes me laugh when i think about it (laughs) okay yeah if we're talking about like just recorded and not um not part of the plot i actually i fell a couple you know i uh, listened to uh, my own our own podcast why not Uh, i fell back a couple episodes and so i listened to the rest of them uh starting with that mukbang one 
uh, recently. <laughs> and so that one did stuck out in my brain. I was actually laughing at our dumb conversation. So I'm going to say that. I just yeah. want to jump in really quickly with some of my favorite Percy moments since oh, we're talking yes. about funny Percy moments. Percy is probably my favorite I character. I liked when Aww. he didn't believe that electricity could hurt him. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> right. He kept getting jumped. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, I liked when he got shot by the wizard Dreve. Oh, yes. You, he shot you with a gun. He thought you were a oh, clone or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know you what to do that? with that the gun stuff. Yeah, guns yes. were completely foreign. Guns and yeah. black powder completely foreign to Percy's mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked in the first world that he went to, where he talked to that like lord who like the guy who lorded over all the peasants, mm-hmm. oh, connected yeah. with him. And of course, the classic moment where he wouldn't go into the sewers. Those yeah, are yeah. some of my, the, I think, the funniest first so moments. so mad in real life. Yeah. I was like, just come into the goddamn sewer. You're yeah, making it so complicated. Not. I think what's interesting, what I find really funny and how you play Percy is that you keep so true to character, even yeah. though I know yes. this is like stuff that Carmen would not do or say, but he keeps yeah. like, he, like when I remember when we were in the vault and, and Pauline's arguing with you and trying to reason with you. And I remember you saying, and I was like, come on, Carmen. Like, and you're like, that's just yeah. what Percy would do. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Percy yeah. is no, it's bitch. very true to character. <laughs> so that's one of your strengths, I say. You st- you're really good at, at staying true to character. Yeah, I mean, obviously that can be a problem in some role-playing games. If, if a player <laughs> especially thinks the staying in their character is being disruptive to, like, the well, table. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I, I thought I was, no, you no. know, you keep it, you keep it within no, you've certain done it well. boundaries. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Percy's not the worst. Learn learn from Carmen how to. (laughs) You take anything away from our podcast is role play like Carmen. So I have two part question. Um, What is my favorite part of the season? Okay, like selfishly, I love doing the trials as Jimmy. It was so much fun. (laughs) And then it was just like it was just like a Jimmy centric episode, but it was so much fun. I feel like I really got to bust out my acting chops. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and it said, do you wish to do anything differently um, at any time in the season? The one thing I actually wish I did differently is, speaking of the trials, is when Jimmy was a god, I didn't realize that he remembered everything. I thought he was just like, I'm a god that exists in a vacuum. I don't know anything about my past life. <laughs> and so I played that whole thing thinking that. And then halfway through, I'm like, oh, shit. So <laughs> that's the one thing I wish I did differently. So that was all the questions from Hannah. Thank you very much. It was very Thanks, nice of you to write all Thanks, these Hannah. in. I have a bunch of other questions. Mm-hmm. You ready for this one? Yeah. Um, a person named Herminio Bravo says, Ooh. "Why?" Mm. <laughs> I know it's a beautiful name. Why wasn't there more disintegration? <laughs> mm. I ask myself that well, every episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll field this one if you guys don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> One, I guess the party, no one had the disintegration spell, so it was really uh, contingent on Kekos to really carry the disintegration labor. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as I, like I what level do you have to be to have a disintegration spell? I it believe be it's pretty, a pretty sixth level spell, oh. I believe. So that sixth means you've got to be spell. what level of character would that be? Would that be oh, like yeah. 18th or 16th there, or something? Like, yeah. Uh, no, I think it's like 13 or 14, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kekos was in the show exactly as much as I think he needed to be, although some people out there probably disagree and would like to have seen <laughs> more of him. So maybe he will make more disintegrating e uh, appearances in the future. I would like that. Like, a, I think there should be a Suicide Squad run where we all just play characters from the... You can uh, be new recruits to the Suicide Squad. little team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Big Papa G asks me, why didn't Jimmy use his Divine Smite? <laughs> I forgot I had it. I was like, I yeah. have Divine Smite. 
this okay jimmy was actually pretty overpowered yeah did you agree he had like 20 decks and then he had gauntlets gave him 19 strength and he had like it's yeah. pretty insane i will say and we're not getting paid by these guys just so everybody knows but i think there was a noticeable point in the season where <laughs> everyone's command of their characters like had like an actual upshoot and that directly correlates to everyone using dnd beyond <laughs> i know it's absolutely <laughs> true uh it yeah, just makes oh God, the game easier so to handy. play it's so yeah. handy i i i've never been a huge fan of the paper uh like sheets because i find it i very distracting like where am i looking yes. for this stat or the, yes. whatever i like i like panic um especially i'm not i've always struggled with like even numbers like basic math makes my brain scream so we have to like look it all up it's like quick quick oh my god yeah D D, you're like click the thing you're like this is what this <laughs> spell does and you're like oh shit well there we go <laughs> you know it's, it's yeah just- even Absolutely. with D beyond though i'm still like once you get a certain once you get once i get past level one and I have a lot. two spells to remember. <laughs> <laughs> no way, yeah. man. And then you got it's... your feats and your special abilities and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> and I was, oh, wait, I have this column of stuff I can look at. Oh, my yeah. God. So, um, OK, here we go. So James D. told me, who is the person who drew, remember the Jimmy fan art where he had really long legs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love oh, that yeah. one. It's so Excellent. cute. So um, James asks, Matt. You always roll with what the players come up with, but how many times have they ruined your plans? Um, we want num- what were numbers. Your plans? We want hard numbers here, please. Here's the thing. I had a lot of very detailed plans at the start of season <laughs> two, and it became quickly apparent that like planning too far ahead is just not the way to go with this particular group. So <laughs> kind of like rolling with it is sort of how I just went. Like I had like... In terms of like the overarching plot points that I wanted to hit, we hit them all. So that's good. But I kept it pretty loose so as to allow for a lot of flexibility. So I'd say very rarely did any plans get derailed. Uh, maybe like I said before, with that one exception of when the party got split. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the one time where it it uh, I had to make some big adjustments. That's totally fair. And things might have ended up going differently, but I just adjusted my plans and we ended up in a different place but it was all good but yeah i think i definitely got to say matt matt does a really good job of building building everything with us and oh absolutely we appreciate you matt yeah your 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 dming is seamless oh thank you we're gonna send you a nice dice basket (laughs) oh no please don't we have too many dice (laughs) nobody needs more than two set three sets i disagree with sarah on this point by the way i disagree i could never have enough dice but (laughs) sarah Sarah only likes to have one single set of dice and i put them back in the container and she rolls them each individually and every time she rolls one she puts it back in the box it is (laughs) insane yeah matt's brought this up with (laughs) me he's like we need to talk (laughs) no i think you need three sets because as the preppers say one is none two is one and I don't remember the third part, but I think three is the best well, if number. If it follows the pattern, then three, three is, is two. No. But then four is three. No. So. Oh. It stops oh, no. then. Don't be crazy. I have, I, no. I, you said me dice. I, will, I love dice. Yeah. Give me all the dice. Taylor and I have <laughs> shelves in our house that hold things like books and, uh, you know, tea and stuff like stuff shelves that do big, shelf big things spender over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i know it's not, your house. <laughs> it's not easy being us uh, it, it presents on. its own challenges but there are dice on our shelves like it's just on, loose like, a, dice. every every shelf mm. has a, a dice or 
That's how you decide what tea you're going to have. Exactly. (laughs) That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Start writing tables for all of life's decisions. Yeah. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Today I'm going to roll a D100. If I roll a one, I quit my job, sell all my things, and move to Alaska. (laughs) If I roll a hundred, I'll go kill my neighbor. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's rare. Yeah. It's, but how will you kill your neighbor? Get out the murder table. Dice. You've got another yeah. table for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got some more questions. Um, mm-hmm. Soren asks, it's Soren with an S, as we know. Who, did, me? <laughs> did anyone other than Torin know that Rufus was Malachi in disguise? Who guessed yes. it? I guessed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had our guesses, <laughs> but at, like in all honesty, there was no, at least I wasn't party to any like outside discussion about it. I yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Matt told me. I oh, wasn't. Okay. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> As the. Fuck. I had I, died to guess. I guessed. Yeah. As the dungeon master, I had secret conversations with Torin about this. Yeah, yeah but I, I to said approval. to Matt, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually said to Matt, I'm like, is Malik, I think, actually, no, I think Carmen might have brought it up, like when we weren't recording. And I was like, what? Because I believe everybody. I honestly don't have any suspicions. And so I said to Matt, Matt, is this true? And you usually are really good at lying and like being deceptive your skill but this time i saw the mask fall just for a moment and i said i said oh my god it's true but yeah i did guess i did get confirmation i was playing the i was playing a bard of the same level so (laughs) (laughs) um okay how sure are we that lantern of the good guys Oh, I'm sure enough. 50 yeah. 50. It's, it's like the, my de- answer. the devil, you know, sort of yeah. thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. True. I kind of felt like my character, he was, I don't know if my character was necessarily lawful evil, but there's got to <laughs> be some authority in, in the roost somewhere. And that's good enough for yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. They're not totally evil. Yeah. I have no comment. I mean, <laughs> Matt knows. Yes. Matt knows. I'm fine with them. They're like the Federation um, of something. No, yeah, I don't know. I think it could go either way, though, because like any like, you know, you can seem like benevolent dictators and then, you know, like yeah. we're here to do good. And then, you know, them collecting a bunch of uh, artifacts oh, yeah. and stuff like that isn't isn't like I was gonna the, say the, personal information. Yeah, yeah. this is like, like Facebook. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're a little bit like Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I'll say about Lantern is in both seasons now, they've shown up towards the end of the season and made a. Uh, a positive difference mm-hmm. in you know fighting the the big threats but yeah um you know who they really are and who their leader is is um something i fully plan on exploring more in the future that's good yeah all right next mm. question do people ever recognize us in public from the podcast it hasn't happened to me but taylor it happened to your work yeah it happened to my work not in person but the uh over since COVID's happened okay well like Technically, I I didn't. It's funny because I I started listening to Venture Geek in the first season, and then I met Carmen in real mm. life, and I did not recognize him from like the voice. It's like or the fairy tale. Honestly, it's kind of like those fan fictions when like girls like love like One Direction, and then they have a whirlwind romance with whatever the guys are. That's like your oh personal God. story, is it? Yeah, not? that yeah. that was your story. Taylor. That is your story. Right. Oh my God! Oh God! You got invited backstage to a My Chemical Romance show, and you're like, Oh nice. my God, no, no, and it's I left out in love with Gerard Way. Am I Gerard Way? <laughs> yeah, I guess close enough. Nice. Um, uh, but what happened to Taylor's work? I want to know. Oh, 
Okay, yeah. yeah. So at my work, uh, I was talking with a coworker about a project that we were working on simultaneously. And I think Sarah was in the convo and then I, I, I like on Zoom and we, we ended up talking after because I need to fill up on a couple of the points because Sarah's helping us out with like, again, with this project, she's helping with some multimedia yeah, Taylor, stuff and some web Taylor stuff. Taylor got me some jobs and I really appreciate it. She's like, Taylor, you're kind of like my supervisor and I really yeah. like it. It's yeah, hilarious. it's kind of funny because it's just like, I need somebody to do the stuff I can't do right now. <laughs> and I'll say, can, uh, I say, can do boss. And I go and take, yeah. some, take some guy out. I'm like, poof, poof. yeah. Yeah, this I is my job. It. I'm an assassin. <laughs> so, anywho, and then so we're t- chatting, and then he goes, "Wait, are you Taylor Ramone?" Because I obviously Aww. is my legal last name, and I'm like, oh, yeah. "Okay, this could be from anywhere." Because yeah. like maybe this person <laughs> follows me on Twitter when I've said some things about my butthole, or who knows. <laughs> um, so, and then they, uh, he's like, "No, I listen to your podcast," and I was like, "Oh, oh dear that's God." So cool. It's very cool, but I was terrified because um, because yeah. it was it's just such a strange uh, sensation to have some because apparently they, they they were like working in uh, like rec centers and they were trying to like plan um, stuff for you know teens and you know activities mm-hmm. and got into D and D so apparently <gasps> one you know we teens. searched like D and D Vancouver that you oh. know v- uh, Venture Exe comes up. So, which is, mm. you know, good SEO on our part. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was very interesting. So he was like, who you're like a celebrity. And I was like, I'm very much not. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it's such an interesting thing. So shout out to Amir, who I work with um, yeah. and for listening to our podcast and not telling everybody at work that I'm, although my, plenty of people in my work know <laughs> I'm on a and d podcast. They just don't, a lot of people are not sure what D&D is. So. <laughs> or a podcast probably. Or They're like, podcast. no. Or like, yeah, they're like, they're like, how's that thing you're doing going? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. Uh, I like, I also like a um, a person who works at a rec center. Uh, when you said that, I was like, oh, they're gonna start playing the podcast during like That's spin what I class. Thought. <laughs> I was like, wow. Or like during like you know when you go for skating, like an hour of skating oh. or swimming, and it's just like playing over the intercom. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the all ages swimming experience. Now I'm just imagining people doing like brutal CrossFit workouts while listening to Adventure. <laughs> they might. They might. Some I, people would, I, yeah. I would run in the summer and I like uh, and I would listen to uh, Root Tales of Magic and Adventure yeah. XC and I, so because it distracted it me from the awful activity of going jogging. Oh yeah, the truly yeah. painful. Yeah. So it's like if I'm laughing, I'm having a good time. I know that Matt, a few of his coworkers, listen to our show. Uh, yeah. Before they even knew you, right? Yeah. That's pretty I, yeah. cool. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Uh, so I, I am a video game developer. I work in the video game industry. So there's a lot of people who... You work with nerds. I work <laughs> with nerds. I, I work with our target audience. So so I guess we've been doing good by like spreading the word locally. Because if, if people are recognizing us, that's... Uh, Not me. But it's only you two. The oh, fuck? Well. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you know what, Sarah? It was it, when I got introduced to Adventure EXE. It was Sean Werger, and he said, "My friend, oh, yeah. I, Sarah Fox, who I vaguely know through somebody else, and it has this great podcast, and you Aww, should listen to that's it." Nice so, of him. And, and then I met you in real life, and I thought you were so cool. <laughs> um. So, one more question from Soren: Does anybody have anything they regret or wish their characters had been able to explore more? Mm. I'm, you know, honestly, I feel like we really got a lot of. Jimmy, I love him. I'm in the future. I want to do like tea plantation stuff because I love his family. Mm. Tea and also, plantation. Yeah. yeah, and also, um, his, I want him to meet some like uh, inner city kobolds and then whip <laughs> him into shape for like something. 
uh, like a math marathon or something. I don't know what they do. A math marathon. <laughs> you know what I mean? He comes in, he's like, you kids, I'm going to teach you about math. And they're like, thanks, Mr. E. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream. <laughs> I feel like it's just like sometimes I wish like I was a little, I, I could get more into character and really, you know, explore my character more than I did. Because I feel like there really there wasn't much to Malachi. <laughs> just mm. like singing songs and he was being on the adventure. You know, I feel Malachi like maybe I, did. Knew, maybe I needed to make more of a of a backstory before before we got into it. But he didn't really have one. He was just there. Uh, Malachi did really have a very strong sense of like what's right and wrong, though. That's pretty much a constant. That's true. Yeah. Like, like I think more than anybody else, almost you're like, ah, that's not right. Let's not do this. Let's not yeah. blow up the bank. Yeah, especially towards the end. Yeah, the poor space. When Jimmy octopus. started going crazy, he was like crazy. Jimmy is the most sane out of everybody. My uh-huh. God. So I, I think it was established early that that um, while they are partners, uh, they you know Polly because I wanted to fit as many Polly words into Polly. Yeah. she's polychromatic, polyglottal, and polyamorous. And so her, her entire thieves guild is a part of her polycule. Also, I think it's just representationally like a good yeah. idea to have. To, she's like you know Polly's pansexual. Not that you know everybody who's in a polyamorous relationship has like a ton of partners or anything. So maybe you know Miranda's more of like a primary partner. But yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. sort of in the Thieves Guild is like, it's very much like communism, like free love sort of situation, yeah. but they all sort of work together and they, you know, so no, maybe not every, she's not like sexing everybody in the, pol- in the, in the Thieves <laughs> Guild polycule, but maybe like, you know, there's, it's all interconnected. Um, yeah, like a web, absolutely. a web of love and that maybe there's some, some asexual folks in there and maybe there's like a, a bit of everything. So, you know, not just romantic or sexual. There's just, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to have different types of connections. So, yeah, that was kind of like yeah. why I wanted it. I wanted that representation in there. So, um, had more, more queers and more, more different types of relationships in, in uh, cool. D&D. So, yeah. Yeah, I Anyways. agree 100%. I think D&D is like the best area to like explore all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, why not just like use as much diversity and representation as possible in these worlds? Because we already have like fantasy elements. Let's just bring real life elements into it too. Just it's fun. It's exciting. And I really like it a lot. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. you bringing that into Polly's character. Thank you. Anybody else got anything before I move on to the next question? No, move on. (laughs) <laughs> now okay so now. i got let's do a couple um how'd these goblins get in here <laughs> we're hijacking <laughs> the show see i'm i'm a street shark i'm not goblin i go <laughs> that's my only street shark thing <laughs> uh, we, we have a question from mark garland who says how will jimmy handle being a leader and how will percy accept it well, I think that Jimmy's going to make a lovely leader. Uh, who mm-hmm. says Jimmy's going to be a leader? <laughs> He's a knight, for God's sake. Oh, right. But I yeah. really do think that Percy is never going to be above. Uh, I mean, Jimmy's never going to be above Percy in terms of leadership and like the hierarchy. That would He's, be a yeah. fun story arc, though. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. It'd be like the whole world turned topsy turvy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To Percy, the idea of um, that Arthurian <laughs> legend of the round table making every lord equal is is like a nice <laughs> little child's tale. But in Percy's <laughs> brain, there are there's a there's a hierarchy of lords. Percy to to Percy, there's a hierarchy of everything. Everything yes. is relative to another thing. So, Percy and Polly are opposites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, true. even though Jimmy has joined the ranks of of knighthood, you know it's he's he 
he he's like a he's junior a knight. He's a junior knight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like that that's one thing that Malachi actually like. I as a player, as a character, Malachi was like, okay, the hero of this story is Percy. And and Jimmy is just like a dirty little cobalt. That was his attitude <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. And then towards the end, he became very confused about what was <laughs> yeah. happening. Once you found Although out, I feel Percy. like I could have like role played that a little bit more. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah. oh, all the all the interesting things are happening. To you know, it's Jimmy who's getting this this godhood and all that kind of stuff. Is like, oh, yeah. what's, I don't understand this whole oh. But so I feel like he kind of changed his attitude as the story progressed. <laughs> yeah but you know jimmy's yeah. never the lead character in my mind you know what i mean he's sort of like submitting to everybody he loves everyone just to tell him what to do and he like wants to support people he's like the healer class but he has like really high strength and dex and yeah. murder right. murder on the mind yeah. <laughs> he doesn't heal anybody murder he on the mind it's just so funny to see a little kobold just do all these uh you know <laughs> crazy things the paladin like things and, yeah everything <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. True. these people um so i have another question from um Laydoc from our uh discord who is from da, 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 sweden Ooh. oh sweden uh i have a question about jimmy excalibur and this might be the nerdiest question i've ever asked why is it that jimmy gets pack tactics advantage but not the sunlight sensitivity disadvantage we actually thought about this mm. at the very beginning yes did we not yes uh i think i forego some sort of um stat bonus or something there's something i did at the very beginning to have a cloak that protected me from the sun yeah i don't remember what it was but jimmy started out with eight strength or like maybe lower i can't remember maybe even lower yeah i can't remember but it was something where i was like i took a dive in order to not have that because i was like we're gonna be in the sun a lot it's gonna yeah. be a nightmare yeah. situation yeah if i get like disadvantage is a disadvantage for every time i'm in the sun yeah but also jimmy was not raised in a subterranean uh environment uh, that's true um you know right. most kobold live in tunnels and dungeons um not this one but not jimmy he so up, yeah. it makes sense that he just doesn't have that sunlight sensitivity he has um he has transition contact lenses yeah. like me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right, that's right. That, that go dark uh yeah <laughs> nice demon i still ones. love that you have those because they're they're like go from like regular eyes to demon eyes. it is so funny i love i it. want carmen to get them you can yeah. honestly carmen i got them for free because they're just like a sample from my optometrist and she's like uh-huh. oh she's like no one ever asks for these <laughs> and i'm like yeah. and, I, oh, and i put them on yeah it's like it's less noticeable if you have darker eyes but i have pretty light eyes and so when i yeah. have them in it's just like one big pupil it's hilarious yeah, I, love I love it this. i love this idea carmen does have lighter eyes. yeah and, I, got, and like, i'm pretty light, sensitive light to light as well it helps um, it actually helps it's like wearing sunglasses inside your eyeball yeah, that terrifies me. No, do it. No. <laughs> I can't I really it. wear it's contacts, hilarious. so I want to live vicariously through. Yeah, you. like there's no there's no point in me wearing contacts. My my prescription's so dumb. All right, I got some more questions from Pavel. Yeah. Here we go. What level is everybody now? Easy. Oh wait, did we level after the last episode? Um, I think we did. Yeah, I think so. so. We're level nine. Nine. That's it. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt? you've been a <laughs> the hell. You're cruel, cruel DM. I thought you guys at least hit a level ten. No, I'm sad about that, but whatever. Oh, you'll get there soon. Enough. Um, Pavel asks, "What's going to happen to the Spinning Adventurer Company? Are or oh, sorry, what's gonna? I never remember the damn name. What's gonna mm-hmm. happen to the Spinning Compass Adventuring Company? Are they just fully defunct now? Uh, have to wait and see. Oh boy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Percy's use for them is over, though. So, like, that's <laughs> like he'll probably that's keep what your badges. The, 
Well, he'll yeah. keep it is like a like a keepsake, but like I don't imagine Percy will oh. be like, oh, I wonder what will happen. Oh, I, I should keep in contact with those gents. It's what just if, like, what if oh, there was well, like a part? <laughs> what if there was a part yeah. in your contract? Because per- Polly never signed up for this, but what if there was a part in your contract? Oh, yeah. that was like you have to come back and mentor oh, new adventures. Shit. Yeah, maybe Malachi will like take over the spinning adventure. <laughs> spinning <laughs> Actually, that's pretty company. good. Pavel says what about the still enslaved folks is lantern going to track them down and rescue them because there are probably still yeah that they oh, sold yeah. on different like dimensions yeah mm-hmm. that's true i think lantern oh, loose ends. shit lantern yeah. doesn't well, care loose yeah like torn said loose ends are, are there we can start tugging on them and you know we know a thing or two about loose ends <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> <Gross. Yeah. laughs> um pavel asks can we have taylor carmen torin and sarah do guest one shots oh yes. hell yeah okay. yeah i've already got one planned oh shit yeah. Already- yeah 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 Ma- yeah taylor maybe you should be first since you already have your shit maybe together. i well i have like half of my shit together but now that i <laughs> am tming in front of people i feel more confident in my abilities because before i was yeah. like oh i don't know if i can do this because carmen does it and torn you guys carmen and torn have so much experience and i'm like a little noob here and i've run maybe it's hard games. to start so yeah. but you know what i i you just gotta dive into yeah. it you just gotta do it and you know what it's been a lot of fun and i feel more, i think it's i think also the players help like if you're with people who understand yeah, that true. like Especially role play heavy, it's much more fun. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you don't, if for for <laughs> everything that's audio, like you can, you don't really need to look at anything. You just make it up. <laughs> make yeah. it up. Yeah. Exactly. Just go. You'd be like, you did it. You hit the guy. He exploded. Good job. And there's no <laughs> yeah. numbers in front of you. You could just say yeah. you roll and just don't roll. Just do whatever. Yeah. Makes you, you just feel add good. in the add in a, a dice rolling sound effect <laughs> in editing. And every time it's the yeah. same it's just one. the exact same sound effect every time. It's like, yeah. Boom, <laughs> boom. I hope everybody does one. I want. Yeah, I want everybody, I especially you, to. Sarah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I wonder what kind of it. insane stuff that you're going to come up with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Make us do. The, the bar is too I'm high. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, this one for you, Matt. How much time has passed between season one and two? That that might be. Yeah. I, I like. I'm not 100 percent sure, but that could be something we explore in the future. So I'm not cool. going to say yet. That's fair. Uh, Pavel asks. Jimmy's doing a lot of rationalizing of his actions, but he's definitely sliding <laughs> towards a darker side. Is this just teenage moodiness, or is it a dark slide into season four BBEG status? What? Big bad. BB. What does BBEG stand for? Big again? bad evil Big guy. Evil guy. Oh. Well, that is not going to happen. How dare you? Jimmy's a yeah. I feel angel. like Jimmy is the Anakin Skywalker story. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy understands the ends justify the means. He does, and he's also yeah, very he's like he has a very um, fluid moral system. Yeah, we know clearly. <laughs> He's read a lot. You know what? I feel like if you read a lot of fantasy novels when you're a kid and hear a lot of like legends, those guys do some creepy shit. They rip things apart and they kill things. Do they? Yeah, like Conan. Let's just say him. He's doing bad yeah. stuff all the time. And Jimmy's like, it's my role model. What can I say? Yeah, he's he's doing what needs to get done. Yeah, absolutely. He's doing what needs to get done. He's like a mob boss. But good. <laughs> but good. Very good. 
Um, More rationalizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, what the hell, or sorry, Pavel asks, where the hell is Sable Runeface off to? Is he going to get mm. revenge on the season one cast or is there some unvisited or unrevealed plot arc he's been through? Uh, there's definitely a lot of unrevealed uh, plot points with Sable Rune. I would love to see more of that. I want to know about him. I feel like he's had a love or my, my idea is that he had like an assistant or something that he really cared about. Like the one person he cared about and then something happened to them. That's my personal fan fiction. What (laughs) if uh, Sable Runeware is actually the main character of these stories (gasps) and he's like that kid at the end of Mm. uh, general hospital where he looks into the snow globe (laughs) and it's all the characters. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like that. I I will not accept it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Here's another one. How much do you know about your character that never made it? Oh, so it's for everybody. How much do we all know about our character that never made it onto the show or elsewhere? How much of a personal history have you thought up in the privacy of your own head that never came up in show or conversation? Oh, I like that question. Um, Yeah, me too. I I very little do I make up outside of the show. Everything just happens. I just do as improv and then I remember it as like a canon thing. I always start out with a character. Whenever I create a character, I always start out with where do they come from? Like, where do they grow up and what do they want? Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. then, like yeah, then exactly. And then I go and improvise everything. But then, yeah, every time I'm doing something with that character, I do think like, how does that relate to, you know, Percy yeah. being back at Crystal Peaks. And a lot of it is just him playing croquet. So um, <laughs> like, it, adventuring was the best thing to happen to him because he would have just lived out his life of doing whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. And his parents were right to kick him out of the house. Yeah, it'd be like a stepbrother situation. Yeah, Malachi yeah. was just like, uh, I have to write some songs, and so I need to find. That's why he joined the Spinning Adventures Company. It, was, it wasn't for him. It was like I need to follow <laughs> around some heroes oh, and write some songs. That makes sense, right? And then smoke weed and get laid or whatever. All that <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> things, things that things that bards do. I find it so interesting because, like, I do so much character work. I am a big character work person, like in the yeah. background. Like, I like to have that all set up. Though, when I started with Polly, I kind of had that, like, the idea of who she was. But I didn't, like, the New York City, like, I had to figure out why she was in the roost. And, like, mm. why. So that had to come later. And I definitely shoehorned that in later. But, <laughs> but yeah, it uh, worked. It worked. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that, you know, I, I like to do a lot of character work for, for different things. So um, that's fair. One of my favorite parts is, like, creating creating that. Admirable. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, you, Matt? All your NPCs. Oh, uh, some NPCs more than others. But yeah, there's definitely, you know, backstories with the NPCs that, that didn't come up or even NPCs that I created that have, you know, fairly important roles in oh. the world that never made it into the show. Interesting. So, well, yeah, that's kind of like one, the some... question that I have for you, Matt, the Dungeon Master, is <laughs> do you feel like, uh, what was the Tabaxi character? M- Miranda? Miranda. Mildred? Miranda, I feel like Miranda. Miranda and Sugar had like a lot of unexplored um, 
plot. Parts of the adventure, yeah, a plot that 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 like they had all this potential that was not realized because we kind of forgot about them or whatever. I would say that Sugar's story is not done yet. Like yeah. I want to have him come back in the future. He's gonna be the bad guy. I guarantee he's uh. gonna be the bad guy. <laughs> Think about him. We killed his parents because of how we treated him. Yes, we took advantage of him. We killed his parents. They were in the astral bank. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then we just abandoned him. Yeah, and you, you did that multiple factory. times. We did that multiple times. Yeah. It's like that's like what happens a serial killer their childhood yeah. is defined by those kind of moments yeah whereas i see miranda's existence like she kind of she's a thief she lives in the moment she's probably happy just existing on that status quo but yeah like i said right. there's also other characters who have their whole backstories like sable runer obviously and then like i said npcs who are in my mind have very larger roles in mm. like the world at large who have not yet been introduced what about all the clones Which i'm excited about remember all the clones like the simulacrum like they made um, was it Rusilgal who made copies of all of our friends and loved ones oh, that yeah. lived in the roost? Yeah. What like what are we gonna find out what happened to them? Uh, well, Rusilgal has been killed. Yeah, but they're still alive. They're still alive. And so there's a those big lizard's are... tower full of uh, presumably <laughs> clones of everybody. Yeah, simulacra. That's a lot. I wonder if they have well, souls though. Truly, lock them in. <laughs> lock them in. Lock Jesus in. Christ. That's like the like the angel tower. Like the the what's it called? The thing? The big dong in the middle the of the axis. The axis. Yeah. That's what, remember the they peepus. went crazy? The peepus. Yeah, yeah they all went insane. That's what the clones um, are going to go crazy. Yeah. Except for the one. He's like, and, hey uh, guys. Yeah, even though the, you know, the party deactivated that forever for good, it was something that was uh, revealed to the party that it was stolen from heaven and placed yeah. there. Uh, and the roost is basically like a stash for some entity in the multiverse. I didn't know that. Mm. Did you guys know that? <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. you know, Uh-oh. I mentioned that to you guys. Oh shit, I never absorbed but, that. But like, what entity is capable of stealing something like that from heaven uh. and stashing it somewhere? What is? Oh, whoa, that's and, scary. Like, are they ever going to come back and find that this pissed? thing that they kept for later has been deactivated? And who did that to them? It's like a squirrel. There's like a giant galactic squirrel who took a uh. nut, <laughs> then hid it under a log, and he's like, "Where did my nut go?" Yeah. <laughs> so will that squirrel ever come back? I guess we'll have to wait and see. The celestial um, I, squirrel. <laughs> oh my god, that's so scary. That's actually kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. So Pavel has one more question um, to Matt. What plot hooks did we not take? Do you remember any that you wish we had? Oh, or is that man. too big of a question for like three years? I mean, there's definitely some times where I was really hoping you guys would do something and you didn't, but it's hard to say right now like an exact uh occurrence of that i think what happens is when you adapt to whatever new direction we take if that becomes the best possible I think outcome you guys way. bailed on the abolith before i got to have some of the ideas i had with that uh, i love the abolith so, mm. yeah <laughs> loved him i hope we get to go back actually to that weird um uh it was kind of like the exorcist at the very beginning yeah where they're in those like catacombs and or like the d- dig site it was kind of like that right yeah yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna go back cool. there I guess my question to you guys is when we do um, basically season three, we're going to take like a little break between season two and three and do some non roost adventures. Yeah. Or just, right. uh, you know, right. miscellaneous adventures. Mist. We're going to call it like Adventure EXE Chronicles or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I said yeah. it's going to be the, it's gonna be the <laughs> much generation. Yeah. yeah. I said it's going to be the much panned critical uh, failure of the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're going to have to go back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Retcon everything. We're like, oh yeah. shit. But um, in season three, my question to you guys is if we do like little one shots and stuff, would you like to mostly play 
the character you've already been playing or would you like to play more like new characters yeah i I, like i said i think percy's like one of my favorite characters on or off a podcast that i've played yeah it just felt so fun to be a fancy rich boy um but (laughs) i have i have a million uh character ideas always so yeah yeah, i'd like to i'd like to explore something new yeah yeah i think it'd be interesting too if we like go visit you know crystal peaks and like uh, we get to you know get to be npcs or something happens at crystal yes, peaks or if, exactly or if That's like Polly goes to new york city yeah. and then these guys play characters in new york city i think that would be a lot of I fun love that. um and and you know building a airy coke or whatever and then and then going from there but i think yeah. i think there's there's a lot of different opportunities we have to like continue with our beloved characters and then also explore yeah and play get to play some new characters here or there so i'm excited for that i agree yeah, i got some ideas for what crystal peaks uh <laughs> how it works and what it actually is like yeah, being there i actually yeah. really love the idea for season three to um basically for one of us to be like the lead character in a one shot and then the rest are supporting i feel like that's almost more fun to define those characters that are already like vaguely kind of real like you have like percy's parents and his little sister and you know but it's like Mm. to actually give personalities to those characters is really interesting to me i'd rather do that than like pull something out of thin air for now having those shorter story arcs is going to make it a hell of a lot easier for all of us to keep track of what's (laughs) going on and also schedule because we're like i'm (laughs) out this week yeah do scheduling (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so true and yeah you mentioned percy's sister and that reminds me that i did create one for her but i don't remember her name (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think that'd be really interesting and really cool and and if it somehow all these like mini arcs somehow tie into one thing like they're all playing yes, their parts in a story but i think that's like really up to whoever is dming those those bits and stories mm-hmm. so um yeah I, i'm, I'm really assuming excited. it's matt but i don't know for if it's always going to be matt for like the whole entire season so um probably not i'm i'm excited to see what happens matt's out what? That's out. He's walking away. <laughs> You're out. Yeah, I'd like to see Matt play a pair, player a player character for like an entire yeah. session. I would love oh, that. When I'm I do my session, um, he gets a pick. You get to play as one of your cats. Oh, <laughs> I love that. But as a character, so pick your pick your cat, and then Carmen gets to play as our dog. I've decided yeah. though. So I almost uh, am wondering if the next time we record, if someone else is uh, wanting to DM. Yeah, doable. Well, we'll have to I'm see. I'm scared to DM. I don't even, I kind of feel like, I feel like until I do it, I'm going to be scared of it. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, this is not as hard as I think. Yeah. Hey, maybe Torin should run his princess adventure. Oh yeah, that's prop one. heavy, I've heard. Yeah, that, there's, there's a, like it's oh. very much solve this puzzle and the puzzle you have to look at the clues. Hopefully after else. the vaccinations we can uh, we can do like a, a video live stream thing or something. Every time we think about vaccinations, I think about like we're cats. We're all cats with like cat fever. Well, cat, in a way we are. Just cat feline fever. distemper. Yeah, feline distemper. Yeah. We're like, we all, the world is a, a cloud with cat fever and every cat <laughs> needs his vaccination. <laughs> We're all like, one vaccination, please. That's what I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that what the world is like right now? I think so. Looking yeah. out my a window, bit, that's yeah. all I see. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I hit my head recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So guys, season two, we've done it. 
Hooray! Congratulations! We have I'm, achieved podcast. I am very proud of everybody. I really am, and especially yeah. because we had to really do a lot of pivoting at the end of the season, and it wasn't ideal to all record from home. But people say that like it's our latest episodes are really good, so I'm really happy. Can we give one coordinated and and <laughs> honest thank you to Sarah for editing Aww. every single episode Aww. of the yes. show? Thanks, oh, Sarah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Sarah. Sarah. Staying up till the middle of the night. And uh, <laughs> doing every episode. Oh, it's yeah. Just yeah how much? I, I'd like to know, as someone who has edited a podcast before, I'd like to know, like, how much do you cut and edit? Barely any. I cut. Well, no, I, I make a shitloads of edits. Like every time there's a pause in between when people talk, yeah. I cut that so it makes it sound like we're really quick and yeah. clever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do with caustic soda. Like yeah. I, I would actually. I, sometimes people would take breaths for too long and like, yes. oh, that's got to go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so. <laughs> <laughs> lip smacks and stuff like that I would say in that case there's like hundreds of cuts in the episode but when there actually comes to like let's say I start with 60 minutes I probably edit it down to 55 so it really is like yeah. these micro cuts and we yeah. you know like a lot of people are like please release um, your behind the scenes or your blooper reel I'm like there's not really a blooper reel no, <laughs> there really was, isn't yeah. if it's yeah. funny if the it's funny it made it into reel. the show yeah, yeah. 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 our yeah. blooper reel will just be us looking up rules and we're like yeah. silent for two minutes it's like, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah the stuff that gets cut is like looking things up in the rule book and we're like oh we're like, no, hold on, on I gotta piss yeah, everybody stopping yeah. to go to the bathroom or miscalculating something and then be like oh shit sorry I didn't add my bonus okay one second yeah, we, we do have a lost episode. We have a lost episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have What's a lost, our lost it was, episode. It was when we played Fiasco, and we you decided. Were there? Yeah, I was there. I didn't realize <laughs> you were there. I literally yeah. don't remember. I thought it was just me, Matt, and Paul. Holy no, shit! No, I still have. That. I was there. I remember, I played a Wilford Brimley type uh, sheriff. Oh my god! And we all <laughs> this decided was, this was like was, four years ago. Yeah, it was mostly yeah. unlistenable, so we we just moved on. <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot yeah, we about that. that. I we totally did that before forgot. Adventure Exe because we weren't sure what the show was going to be, and so we did a test thing of Fiasco. Yeah, yeah, oh, didn't work. interesting. Yeah, I should look up that and see if it <laughs> still is. If you still have the files somewhere, I do have the files. Wow. Speaking of, uh, of podcast hmm. shows, uh-huh. I was going to say that you guys have a new podcast coming out. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I totally forgot. Me and Matt are launching a new podcast. It's, it's called? It's called Me Teach You, and the U is just the letter U. And mm. what it is is um, we research a subject that we're interested in and then t- explain it to each other in like layman's terms, but it's fun. Mm. And we want to have all That's you guys cool. on as guest lecturers. So if there's Ooh, anything yeah. that you're passionate about and you want to research and then teach us in like 15 minutes or something, yeah. we'd love Get to have you to on. Get ready to hear about metrification. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Taylor already has some really good ideas. I'm excited. Yeah. November yeah. 27th, please go to your local podcast store. store. <laughs> And download the uh, release episodes that we are going to be dropping. Me teach you. Yeah. And tell your friends. uh, It's important for a new podcast to get as many listeners as quickly as possible. Yeah. So if you could subscribe to it on iTunes, that's like the biggest one. Yeah. If if we can can, uh, make it up onto the new and noteworthy section, we'll be uh, set. Yeah. I'm really excited though. We pick really good topics. Like I did one on what angels really look like in the Bible. Oh yeah. That's that's big (laughs) on the internet right now. I think if you also, if you ever need like a guest one, I think it's so funny that you guys had that idea because I think I pitched a similar idea to Carmen. So if you ever, you're like, oh God, I don't have the energy to do an episode this week. Carmen and I can always fill in because I'm sure oh, he has a lot to teach God, me. Give me the podcast um, Godparents. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. You can take it over. Well, no, you guys. Like we've you both should, got like, explosive yeah. diarrhea, and uh, we can't <laughs> podcast this week. But anyways, like I I'm so that. excited yeah. for this podcast. I, I'm glad to ha- have helped you with the tagline. Yes, completely. Yes. Uh, Taylor Taylor checked out a piece of Latin and made sure it was correct. And what does oh. it say again? I can't remember. It's it's docio ergo cis. So or skis, I guess it would be in Latin. So it just means I teach you no. <laughs> I teach, yeah. therefore you know. Yeah, yeah I love nice. that. I love that so much. That's funny. So yeah, yeah, check it out. Any other plugs you guys want to make for the next like week or two of stuff? Anything happening? I'm doing a it's for an it's for an intergalactic film festival Ooh. and I'm putting together like a three minute video. It's it's not animation, but it is my drawings. Uh, and it's basically I'm a storyboard artist. So my job is to uh, be a part of the process of making an animatic, which mm-hmm. is what uh, for movies and animation before they start doing the animation, they have an animatic, which is just animated storyboards to make sure that everything is goes where it needs to go and to figure out problems before it gets the animation stage and stuff like that. So I just made a short three minute um, film based in my world of ruination, which is post apocalyptic. And that's going to be entered in the film festival, the Intergalactic Film Festival, uh, at the end of this month. And awesome. uh, then eventually I will be, be putting it onto my YouTube channel and everything. And it's uh, it's pretty fun. That's great. Cool. That's awesome. And then also, uh, I have a podcast that I've been neglecting for months called Torn's Guide to Everything. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. I liked it a lot. And you got me to do, I think I did like a outro or something for you. It was really fun. Yes. You've yeah. done the outro and I uh, will quite often advertise. I helped with some graphics. Exe. Yes, yeah. you did. Thank yeah, you so much. It's a, it's a group it's family affair. Carmen, what did you do for it? Nothing. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, absolutely. I listen to it. So I, I give you downloads. <laughs> Perfect. That's true. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I'm over here we tugging got, at my uh, collar, hoping I don't get called out. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah Matt. But I mentioned we have what the quest. Um, we have a new episode dropping that the last bit of our uh, monster of the week arc. So if you don't Ooh. know what what the quest is, it's a live stream where we uh, do these three episode mini arcs um, where we play different types of RPGs, and each one of us takes turns. Um, uh, DMing. So you know, I've DM'd, Carmen's DM'd, he did Deadlands. Um, you know, we've done Star Wars, we've done all these. So the idea is to just like explore all these different RPGs that are out there and do a little arc. So you kind of people get like a crash course in it, but it's also a lot of fun because everybody's like an improviser and comedian and and um, yeah. you know, when it, whenever I get around to it, I'll, I'll you know we've well, we also have the audio available and I want to you know have it available as like a podcast. But all of our past episodes yeah. are on YouTube. And mm-hmm. you can find all of that at uh, whatthequest.com or you can watch, you subscribe to us on twitch.tv slash WTQuest. We have all sorts of social media, et cetera, Patreon, coffee accounts. So it means a lot if you guys could at least, even if you don't watch every episode, um, you're on Twitch, just hit that subscribe button because yeah, you know, that helps. It or, changes or on our, up. You know, link, we have all our episodes on YouTube. So if you if you could like and subscribe there, that does help us like a, just a ton. The video is cool, though, because some of you guys wear costumes and it's awesome. Mm. I love it. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. I love that part where we get to dress. Joanna is really good at it. Yeah. Um, I She's inspired me to do some dressing up. And I know we have some Christmas episodes de- de- in the pike where we're going to mm. have a couple guests. We're going to try to have Ellen McNevin <laughs> from uh, the Critical Hit Show. And then we're going to have Bray Yamamoto on our Yay. pal Bray. And he's going to come play some Star Wars with us. Nice. For, That's awesome. Uh, Bray's Star very, Wars very Life funny. Day. Yeah. 
Yeah, Bray's a great person too, so I'm excited. And on. Stu Pop also does some really cool art. I love looking at the character yeah. art. Yeah, it's dope as shit. Art. Um, we both are sort of trading off, but we're using our What the Quest channel to do like drawing live streams and things like that. So like you can watch me draw, you can watch him draw. Sometimes I'll go in there and play Magic Arena. So. I love that. <laughs> it's so nice, yeah. especially during like lockdown where you can't see people. It honestly makes me feel like being around somebody else. <laughs> it's like a real social experience. So guys, congratulations everybody on a really, really, really fun season. Thank you mm-hmm. to Matt for being a beautiful, yeah. beautiful, creative, exotic bird. Who, <laughs> Just gorgeous. <laughs> who wrote with beautiful plumage and a, and a unique dance because you wrote an amazing story and we're all very, <laughs> yeah. very happy and grateful. And thank yeah, you to our listeners. Was awesome. This was this was so much fun. And it's like yes. awesome to have people listen to this. The big thank you is to the listeners for actually. Yeah, let's not give them too much credit. Giving, well, <laughs> they're the reason we have a show. If no one listened to yeah. it, we wouldn't keep doing it. If a podcast doesn't have any listeners, is this truly a podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just a pod. No, we appreciate you guys. And I feel like I've made so much, so many friends this season because our Discord has been like, mm-hmm. like a bumping hub. I yeah. go there every yeah. day. Oh, it's oh yeah. Also, uh, Torn, you have a Discord, so I'll share that. If you guys want to go to Torn's Discord, I'll share yeah. that on our Facebook. Sure, I made a Discord for my band, The Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, and uh, for my uh, Ruination game, which is mm-hmm. uh, maybe you guys will uh, be playing uh, sometime <gasps> soon. Yay! I'd yeah. love to. Ooh, that would be so much awesome. fun. I've been writing a little adventure about uh, a BM uh, competing teenage BMX gangs in the wasteland. <laughs> oh, <I love laughs> awesome! That. Amazing. I love that. I was gonna so say. Much. If you want to join our Discord, we have like a Linktree account now. So it's uh, linktr.ee slash adventureexe, all one word. And if you go there, that's where all of our links are. So you can join our Discord. You could check us out on, we have Threadless if you want to get some shirts. Um, but yeah, come join us. Come talk to us because like, yeah. we love hearing from you. You know, even talking to you and connecting yeah. with you, it's meant a lot to me because um, you guys are all wonderful human beings. Yeah. And it's so nice it's meeting so the nice people that... Everybody's so creative yeah. and talented and has the same sense of humor as us. And that is really is the great. big friend indicator. <laughs> it's like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need our social interactions in these uh, yeah. socially distanced times. times. <laughs> it's Unprecedented. <true>. Unprecedented <laughs> times. I'm sure there's precedent, actually. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, now there is. It, you know, every listener is a friend. Every listener is a friend waiting to happen. Oh, I was well, just going to say really quick, we do have a Patreon too. So if you'd like to uh, express your uh, joy for our show uh, with a, a Patreon subscription, yeah, we appreciate it very much. It's all in the link, at that link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Adventure E-X-E. Or you can just go to adventure-exe.com for all of our infos. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, everybody, for meeting up and doing this like cool retrospective. And thanks to all our listeners. Yeah. Stay tuned, listeners. We'll be back uh, on our regular schedule with more content. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be even back more. on our bullshit. Back yeah. on our bullshit shortly. 2021. <laughs> back on our bullshit. Oh, my God. I love it. All right. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.